uh, for our um, Torah uh, class. Praise the Most High. For you all joining us on uh, Facebook Live or even on Podbean, we are in Corinth, Mississippi with our brothers and our sisters, Restoring the Branches uh, Ministry, Pastor Jeremy and Kelly Varner. So um, we're down here fellowshipping. You still got time to make it. We're on Highway 72. We have to end. So you still got time. We're going to be here for a few hours. Um, so we're going to start off with a word of prayer. We're going to get that right into the lesson. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all, we thank you for your compassion. We thank you for being our strength. Thank you for being good to us. Y'all, we praise you for being all wise. And we're humbled that you winked at our ignorance. Because at times we, we, we make foolish decisions. But you still love us and does not don't change your mind about us. So we appreciate that. Yeah, I ask you today that your rule Hakodesh, your Holy Spirit, that it that it lead and guide us into all truth. That it convicts us of sin, that it gives us the power uh, to overcome the adversary. I pray that you touch every individual in this place, touch their bodies, uh, healing, their spirits, give them healing, give them strength, help us to learn, learn from your word today. Increasing our trust for your word says that trust, faith comes from hearing and hearing from your word. So we pray that as you speak your word to us through myself, through uh, Pastor Jeremy, through anybody who wants to um, give uh, make comments, that you that you help us to grow in that trust as you speak your word. So we praise you. We thank you, Yeshua Hamashiach's name. Hallelujah. So we're dealing with we're dealing with uh, this is part four of our lesson. I've been teaching on uh, the new covenant. Uh, Ruach Hakodesh, Holy Spirit, because um, it's important. Let me let me, let me say something. The, the Most High has been having in my in my spirit in my heart. You 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 coming to your so called identity is not enough. Hebrews knew they were Hebrews when they went to exile. It's it's, it's amazing how we've become so arrogant that that we think that we're the only ones that the Most High can save. You know, that's a, that's a small-minded person. You know, Noah wasn't a Hebrew. But he caught favor in the eyes of Yah. Shem wasn't a Hebrew. But he caught favor in the eyes of Yah. Now, I, now, the Most High loves the Hebrew people. He loves Israel. But when I'm saying he loves Israel, I'm talking about those who are getting to the covenant promises and those who are born in DNA. He loves all of Jacob. But you gotta understand, all of Jacob is not gonna wake up. Some of Jacob is gonna be destroyed. So, so we gotta get past the arrogance. You know, the Most High resists the proud. He gives grace to the humble. You know, pride comes for a fall. So, with, with us being so proud, we're gonna miss them. We're gonna miss it. We, because when you come to who you are, you can put on the Z Z. You can have on the uh, the fringes. You can have on the hat on your head. But if you are not living holy, you still are going to go to hell. The, the, the objective is to be reconciled back to Yah through Yeshua. So if you don't have Yeshua, you are definitely not reconciled back to Yah. And you do not have the rule of Kakodes, so you are not in this new covenant. So then, therefore, you're going to be outside of the camp, which is being equivalent to going to hell. Yeah, death. Who want to die? Not for the wrong reason, anyway. <laughs> if you want some for righteousness, say that's fine. Because in the, in, in, in the future, more, more than likely, some of us are going to have to give our lives for what we believe. You know, Yeshua says, he who saves his life, you know, will lose it. But if you lose your life, he'll say, you're, you're a game, you'll find life. So, so I want to go out that way. You know, learn how to uh, have courage and stand in the face of adversity and face my fears. To realize that when fear hits me, that the Most High did not give me that spirit. But it gave me love, self-discipline, and a sound mind. A love, power, and a sound mind. A self-discipline. I can keep my composure under adversity. Does that make sense? Okay, thank you. This, this is my, my dictionary right here. He hit me to get my words together. So, <laughs> so we're, gonna, we, we're dealing with the Ruach HaKodesh. So, give a review. Um... We, we, we've been building up to this lesson. So when you go to Deuteronomy 6 and 4, it's, it, 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 Moses is saying, Shema 
Yisrael, Yahuwah Eloheinu, Yahuwah Echad, right? He said, hear Israel and obey. Kashima means to listen or to hear and obey. Then he gives you the identification that Yahuwah is our Elohim. And he is one. Right? And you are to love him with all of your heart, all of your resources. So now when we look at Deuteronomy 6 and 6, he said, and these words are to be on your heart. What words? So when you read, when you look into the, in, in original Hebrew, it was never it was not called commandments. It was called words. And the first word was, "I am Yahuwah, your Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Egypt." Right? He identified who he was. He tells you that you are to have no other gods before him. He tells you to honor the Sabbath, honor your father and mother. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not commit adultery. Do not covet. Right? He got all his. He said, and these are to be on your heart. What's your heart? Anybody want to take a stab with that? What is your heart? Mind. Your mind. Anywhere in the scripture that you see the word heart is referring to your mind. So these words are to be on your mind. And we have the responsibility to put these words on our mind. We ought to teach them to our children. Teach them to. To, to, to the children, talk about them in the countryside, in the field. We, we, we ought to constantly have the word of Yah on our lips. Why? Because it, it helps us to fall in line with him, right? Well, that was the commandment. Israel violated that covenant. They didn't keep Yah's word. So when you go to Numbers 15, uh, we go to Numbers 15, and, and the Most High is talking to Israel, and I'm just doing a review. So I, I might not turn there, but number 15, it talks about uh, two types of sin. Sin inadvertently, by mistake, right? Meaning that you do something that you don't know that's wrong. Let, 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 let's get this clear for you all who are in this room and you all who are listening online. Sinning intentionally is not a mistake. If you lied, you did it on purpose. Sin I made a mistake is you making an excuse. An excuse is a smoke screen for the uncommitted. So you're making, an, you're making an excuse for sitting on purpose to give yourself an excuse just to justify yourself because you don't want to be accountable or commit. But you know, according to the scriptures, 1 John 1 9, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, right? But, but, but the sin that you do on purpose is an ugly sin and you got to be willing to face the ugly truth in order to get delivered. You got to be willing to face the truth. The truth at times is hard to hear. Nobody want to hear that sick. Nobody want to hear that spouse don't love them anymore. Nobody want to hear that children talk crazy to them. Nobody want to hear bad news, so to speak. And sometimes the truth can be like to us like bad news when we don't want to hear it. We try to we try to avoid it, try to reject it. But the truth is what makes you free. So uh, uh, Numbers 15, the Most High says, okay, um, if, if someone sins by mistake, sin and burden, they can do a sacrifice, you know, would be definitely be forgiven, right? Then he talks about uh, later on, if someone sins on purpose, intentionally, then, that, then that, that, their sins are going to be held against them. And they're going to be stoned by the, 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 the entire camp. They're going to be cut off from their people. Put outside the camp. The pen, the penalty for intentional sin was death. So now, in the same in the same chapter, there was a young man who was gathering wood on the Shabbat. He was caught gathering wood. They brought him to Moses. They asked what to do with it. Moses prays to Yah. Yah says, "Stone him," because Yah discerned his heart that he knew better. He did it on purpose. Besides, it, it was Shabbat. You had the day before the Shabbat to gather enough wood for two days. So what you did was on purposely wrong. Probably because he was just being lazy the day before. Like many of us. <laughs> Let's just be real. We be, we be lazy. And then when we do wrong, we make an excuse to sin. So, so now, 
So now when they when 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 they um when the man sinned, 1537 says this. And Yah said to Moshe, speak to the people of Israel, instructing them to make through all the generations zizoid on the corners of their garments, and put with with the zizi on each corner a blue thread. It is to be a zizi for you to look at, listen, for you to look at, and thereby remember all of y'all's commandments and obey them so that you won't go around wherever your own heart or your own mind leads you. Your own heart and your eyes lead you to prostitute yourselves. But it will help you remember and obey all my commandments and be holy for your God. I am your Elohim who brought you out of the land of Egypt in order to be your God. I am your Elohim. So now we have the responsibility to have a ZZ, something before us, to help us remember so that we won't follow our own heart, our own mind. So the Most High is being merciful. He's given us his Torah. He, he, we're in covenant. We're married to him. And now all we got to do is keep this commandments. Take his word to heart. Think about it every time. But what, what, what does the Most High says? Let's go to Jeremiah 31. Jeremiah 31, 31. And some, some Bible say, I think, uh, verse 30. Mine says 31. So it says this. Here the days are coming, says Yah, when I will make with you a new covenant, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their fathers on the day I took them by their hand and brought them out of Egypt, brought them out of the land of Egypt, because they for their part violated my covenant, even though I for my part was their husband to them, says Yah. So now what was the, he, 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 this is what he says. It would not be like the covenant that he made with the fathers. So now you got to ask yourself, what is he meaning right there? Is he doing away with this? Is he doing away with this? Is he just saying, okay, we don't have to follow this anymore? We can, we can, we can do what we want to do. He's gonna do something new. No, because if he if he changes his his, his system, then he ceases to be who he say he is. Right. Because he says, "I change not." So he cannot be doing away with his commandments. Because if he gotta think twice about what he said, then he's indecisive. Think about that. He is not a man that he should lie. He definitely don't change his mind. He don't make mistakes. He cannot be all-knowing and got to think twice. Or make a mistake because he doesn't. So what's happening? He said, it won't be like the, like the covenant that I made with their fathers when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. So what, he, so what, what, what he's doing right here is taking the responsibility off of you and putting it on himself. He's gonna he, he's doing what we could not do. So verse um, 33 says this for this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days. Says Yah, I will put my Torah within them and write it on their hearts, their mind. And they will and they will be my people. No longer will any of them teach his fellow community member or his brother know Yah. For all will know me from the least of them to the greatest. Because I'll forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. Let me say this before I go further from this. This don't mean that you won't have pastors or, or more raised or have you whatever title you want to choose to call them. This is not talking about that. Because they, they, they were going to captivity right here for violating Yah's covenant. Can't nothing do with them going to church. Can't nothing do with them ministry. They were at Yah, it's means to know Yah. They would know me. So now he's going to enable me to know him on his own by receiving what? The new covenant. Now, what, what is the seal of this new covenant? Because anybody tell me? The who? The Holy Spirit. The Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. That's the seal of this new covenant. 
How do we obtain this new covenant? Yeshua being redeemed through Yeshua. So it so you 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 will let's go to John 16, then we're gonna start up reading. You will see nowhere in the scriptures where Yeshua says, or Yah says, they're gonna find out the Hebrew and they're gonna be in this covenant. You know how many Hebrews going to hell? Right there. So it's your identity, your identity is not just it. Listen, when you do come into the knowledge of being who you are, then comes responsibility. This is a serious question. Ask this question. Is this serious to y'all? No, for real. Is this real serious? Or we just having church, you know, we just here gathering together, going through the motion. Do you believe in this? Does this work for your life? Or are you just going through the motion? Do you really want to live right? Right. Or do you just want to just you want to come to some kind of form of identification? Well, I, I, I well, I, I don't gotta be a Hebrew to, to be known. I'm, I, I, I rather be. I, I can be a, a drug dealer. They know that, that's cute ball. He's still dope. You know, so woo blood. That's identification. So. It's, it's got to be more than just you know who you are. Not only is Israel asleep, but even those who are around Israel, some of them must sleep also. If the mo- if, if, if you see someone who is not a physical blood-born Israelite, but has got to the end, and they see you as Israel, y'all woke them up the same way he woke you up. Hallelujah. So who are we to decide who he can and who he can't deliver? Who he will and who he won't. When you yourself, your own righteousness is as filthy rags. <laughs> and you're going to be in trouble like him if, he, if neither one of y'all receive your shoe. You know, I, I, I have four children. I got four grandchildren. Five grandchildren. Anyway. But if I saw, if, if someone was to call my house and say, uh, Kerry, we, we we got a baby that we that was abandoned by his mother. It's a German baby. But he don't have anywhere else to go. I'm gonna say, yeah, bring him in the house. I'm gonna I'm gonna t- I, I take him because I can't see a child being rejected, and I'll embrace them as my own. So if so if anyone turns to Yah and humbles themselves toward Him, He gonna throw them out. How can that be? Then how can he be loved? How can he reject reject me? I'm humbling myself before him. I'm speaking his face. So anyway, let's get back on track. So now, John 16, 8. Y'all ready? Okay. So when he comes, he will show the world Show that the world is wrong about sin. Some of y'all's Bible says he would convict the world of sin. About righteousness and about judgment. About sin in that people don't put their trust in me. About righteousness in that I am going to the Father and he would no longer see, and you would no longer see me. And about judgment in that the ruler of this world has been judged. I still have many things to tell you, but you can't bear the, you can't bear them now. However, when the Spirit of Truth comes, mm-hmm. He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak on His own initiative, but will say only what He hears. He will also announce to you the events of the future. He will glorify Me, because He will receive from what is Mine and announce it to you. Everything the Father has is Mine. This is why I said this is why I said that He receives from what is Mine. And we're announcing to you. So now the spirit of truth is going to convict the world of sin. How, how, how do we find out? Here's the question. How do we find out about what sin was? Through the law. Right? What is sin? 
violation of the Torah. Right. So if sin is violation of Torah, and the rule of Hakodesh is going to convict you of sin, right? So what shows you what sin is? The who? The Torah. So the rule of Hakodesh has to be doing what? The Torah on your heart. To give you an understanding about what sin is. You have to have this. But in order to have this, you got to have Yeshua. Right? Let's go to uh, Romans 8. Verse 9. We're going to try to skip everybody. Y'all ready? <laughs> Romans 89 says this. But you, you do not identify with your old nature, but with the spirit. Okay, what's your old nature? Your flesh. Your own what? Heart. Your own mindset. Your corner nature, your, your corner mindset, your own mindset. You. How you think. Yo, stinking and stinking. Stinking, thinking. We got some stinking thinking. Anybody ever thought bad about somebody? Come on, tell the truth, man. Been born again. Wish they fall and hurt their leg. Pop their ankle. I can't stand her. I can't stand him. They didn't even speak to me. Watch them. Anybody ever had that? Supposed to be born again with these bad thoughts. Anybody here in the in the lustful thoughts? Ooh, she got a big old derriere. I said it right. <laughs> he got a nice chest. We'll have a woman look at a man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, clarify these 2020. So and, 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 and being married, that's your thinking. The rule of Hakodesh helps you to get control of that. Because then you have the ability through him to overcome that thinking. We're going to go there in a second. But let's finish this verse, this, this nine. It says, um, but you do not identify with your own nature, provided the spirit of Yah is living inside of you. For anyone who does, doesn't have the spirit of Messiah doesn't belong to him. So if you don't have the spirit of Messiah, if you don't have the spirit, then you don't belong to Yah. It does not matter who you say you are. Correct. You have to have the spirit of Messiah in order for you to overcome your own mindset. Yeshua says in Matthew 5th chapter, he said, do not think I have come to abolish the Torah. Now, Matthew was written in Hebrew. So we're not going to talk from a Greek, from a Greek perspective. We're going to say from a Hebrew perspective. He said, do not think I have come to abolish the Torah, but I have not come to abolish but to complete. So so that word, what does it mean in Hebrew? What does it mean? Implement. To implement. To manifest. To, to materialize. To consummate. So so he says, I didn't come to do away with it. I came to implement it. Woo, that's heavy, ain't it? Yep. I mean, I came to do it. There it is. I came to bring to the fullest extent. I'm going to live it out before you. Let's go there. I want y'all to see something. This is heavy. Because he's showing us how the Ruach is going to guide us to live for y'all. I saw that. I said, man, I want to be born again. I need to have this. You know what You, you know what has happened? Everybody is so called, so busy talking about being Hebrew that we forgot about Yeshua. We forgot about dealing with the issue of sin. We're in this place, not because of our identity, but because of sin. You're in diaspora because of your sin. But you know what? The Most High loves you. I heard Pastor Mickey say something. We would listen to a lesson. He said he punished us. That means he loves us. Because he rebukes who he, he, he corrects, who he loves. So he got you in exile because he didn't want to destroy you. So he wanted to punish you to teach you a lesson to make you turn back to him. And we're going to go there in a minute. Deuteronomy 31. That's, that's heavy. I said, wow. He must love me a lot. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> Whew, I'll be going through. But you know what, though? I've learned and I'm learning how to go forward and not give in. Right? So he says, do not think I have come to abolish the Torah of the prophets. I have not come to abolish, but to complete, right? Yes, indeed. I tell you that until heaven and earth pass away, not so much as a youth or a stroke with passing the Torah. So he's going he gonna to bring it to fruition. He's going he, he gonna to leave it out before you, and, and it ain't going to pass away. Right? It's easy, it's easy for you to wake up and nothing be here. And that's impossible. God never woke up and everything was gone. Yeah. Anybody that woke up and just saw nothing? In the void? There is none. You just in the air. You translate. Just, just what you call you is there. You ever, anybody ever seen it before in their life? Okay, I, I, if you have, I want to know how you do that. <laughs> so not until everything that must happen has happened. So whoever disobeys the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. If you disobey these and, and you teach others to do so. And the adversary is cunning because he's, he's not just teaching us to do so by word. It's in action. Right. We was listening to Maccabees uh, and Eleazar the priest. Um, he was told, you know, to eat the pork. But he wouldn't eat it. So they said, well, you know what? Well, you ain't really just got to eat it. Just act like you eat it. Mm. Because if you act like you eat it, that means the people who look at him are going to see him acting like they're doing what? They're going to see him and think he's eating it. Mm -hmm. It's going to cause him to do what? Eat it. it. So your actions, how you carry yourself, what you do will cause others to go astray. So teaching others to do so is not just by your talk. It's how you live your life. So the rural car code will help you walk it out. So you won't teach us to disobey also. Well, you ain't got to follow the law. We redeemed from the curse of the law. That's true. You are redeemed from death, from the penalty of death, because that's the curse of the law. That don't mean you're redeemed from Torah, because then that means the Torah is bad. Right. And then you, and then if you are redeemed from the Torah, you can't have the rule of because that's the Torah on your heart. Right. So the actually trying to deceive you and tell you that you don't want to be in this new covenant. We can't believe that. Well, it's not done by works. Well, you're not saved by works. You're saved by the grace of Yah. But you still got to walk it out. You're not saved by works, but you got to have your faith with works. Because as the soul is dead without the body, as the body is dead without the soul, so is your faith without your works. So, 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 you're not saved by what you do. You're saved by the blood of Hamashiach, but you got to live out what he said. Now, everybody that says, Lord, Lord, will enter into this kingdom. But only those who do what my Father in heaven wants. He who hears, he says to mine, I will consider him to be like a what? A sensible man, a wise man, a righteous man who built his house on a foundation. So when the storms of life came and the winds blew, he was able to stand. I like the complete Jewish version when it says, he who hears, he says to mine, and don't do him, is like a stupid man. <laughs> Bitch, your house on stand. You know, saying is shaking, always moving. Can't put pressure on it to compact it because it's still gonna go down. So you can't stand in that adversity when you don't obey Torah. You give up. Have you ever been born again and thought when you and, and, and when you was born again and you were living disobedient and storms came in your life because you wouldn't obey Yah? You ever confused? Well, I don't think I, I don't. I don't think Yah hear me. I don't know what's going on. You don't feel like that because you live wrong. I'm, I'm going to resort back to seeing Smoking blunts, porn, pornography, you know, sex, drinking, drunk, getting drunk. You, you, huh? Anybody did that? Why? Because you're not taking each of the word. You lead to your own understanding. So you're living on your own mindset. You're not being led by the rule of y'all to deny yourself. This is, I'm, I'm going to try to end it because this is, this is, I think this is a good lesson. Amen. You know, he's he teaching me you know, so Yeshua, so Yeshua is talking. He says, "You, you be considered least in the kingdom, but whoever obeys and 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 them and so teaches will be called great in the kingdom of heaven." For I tell you that unless your righteousness is far greater than the Torah teachers and the Pharisees, you will certainly not enter the kingdom. What 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 does he mean? Because they were living by tradition. They were not living by Torah. 
So they're living in their own righteousness. How does your righteousness exceed them? Because your righteousness is in him. He righteous you. So you live a surrender life, walking in humility toward, toward Yah, through Yeshua, it exceeds the Pharisees. But when you live by religious mindset and your own ability, then of course you're going to fall. I've tried out, man, listen, I'm telling you something, I've tried it. I've tried it for myself, and it did not work. Okay. So then he tells you this, and in, 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 in 521, his is by the Spirit, because the Spirit is going to help you. Not the letter of it, the spirit of it. Do not murder. Do not murder what's to be applied in Torah to put on their hearts to make them think like they have animosity toward their brother. Amen. They can put it on their hearts. So Yeshua is coming to show them through the spirit of Yah. He says this, you have heard that our fathers were told, do not murder. And that anyone who commits murder will be subject to judgment, right? But I tell you, anyone who nurtures anger against his brother will be subject to judgment. The whoever calls his brother you good for nothing will be brought before the Sanhedrin. dream. The whoever says fool incurs the penalty of burning in the fire of the Gehenna. So he says if you nurse anger. That means, because why? Because what is murder? What kind of sin is murder? Intentional. Then that's, that, then that's not murder. That's, that, that's maybe manslaughter. <laughs> I was talking to my father, and me and my father got a good relationship. And we, we were talking yesterday, and he was telling me, you know, my father murdered a man. And he don't like to talk about it. He said, man, he said, he said I made a bad decision. He said, I said, well, you know, what's the accident? He said, no, mine was an accident. He said, I had a choice. He said, I left and came back. He said, I murdered the man. So think about that. It's intentional. He nursed the anger. He couldn't let it go. He couldn't allow the rule of Hakodesha to diminish to his mind and tell him to walk away. So he came back. We got to live by the spirit because, because doing it by the, by the letter, he, you just murder. Come on. Think about it first. Think about it. You Listen, the rule of Hakodesh helps you. You do not have to sin on purpose. Now this is gonna this is gonna this, this is gonna take some people gonna challenge this and they they don't like what I say, but you ain't gotta lie unless you want to. Now there's two kinds of sin. We're all ignorant in things, so we do do wrong and not knowing we're doing wrong, and that's understandable to y'all. We should our ignorance. He has compassion. He brings into the knowledge of it so we can do better. But he knows when we don't know better, and he knows when we do know better. But now doing wrong on purpose. You don't have to anymore. And you have the power through the rule of Hakodesh to not do it. And if you do mess up, he does forgive you. But now when you live a lifestyle of messing up on purpose, don't fool yourself. Hebrews 10, 26 says that you, you have come to the knowledge of the truth. The rule of Hakodesh is going to do what? Convict you of sin and lead you into what? All truth. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm spinning on the camera and carrying on. So all truth. So what's truth? Is what I'm saying the truth? Is my word the truth? No. I beg the difference. I don't think it is. Nope. Neither is your word neither. Y'all's word is the truth. So now when you come to the knowledge of the truth and you continue to sin on purpose, now you stand in danger of judgment. The rule of this is a seal that's going to save you from the wrath of Yah. Yeah, because Yeshua, he redeems you back to Yah. He reconciles you back to Yah, seals you with the Spirit, and then you enter this new covenant. And then you have the ability to do what's right on purpose. So we ain't got to lie. We ain't got to steal. We don't have to murder. We don't have to hate anybody. Yeah. Man, we so doggone ignorant. You read Jeremiah, y'all said, y'all said this, my people are stupid. You don't believe me? I just read it for you. You know, it's amazing. I just I turn right right here, right, like right close to it. Hmm. Ain't that something? Jeremiah, it's Jeremiah somewhere. We're gonna find it because right here it is. I turn like close to it. Right here. Jeremiah 4 22 says this. It is because my people are foolish. 
They do not know me. They are stupid children without understanding. Wise when doing evil. But they don't know how to do good. That's heavy. That's how dad tells y'all some foolish. Y'all despising wisdom and instruction. With a Ruhako that helps you not to be so stupid. <laughs> we get a feeling of saying stupid, but you say it when you ain't here. <laughs> you say it at work. Say it under your breath, my folk. I mean, come on, let's not be hypocritical now. We know we know. Come on now. Let's put the light on you and see what you got going on. But the Ruhako that helps us not, not, not to hold grudges, not to say food. And we, and we say we, we say call them good for nothing or food. He's not meaning from the point of saying you despise wisdom. He, he, he's saying food to be derogative, to spark the fight, to spark the anger that can cause murder. It's the spirit you think Yah puts his Torah on your heart, allows you to love under pressure. Ain't that something? Or even adultery. Do not commit adultery. You have told, you have heard that our fathers were told do not commit adultery, but I tell you that a man who even looks at a woman with the purpose of lusting after her has already committed adultery in his what? In his heart, in his mind. Look at that. Ooh, Lord, I, I ain't no telling what I'll do with her. I'll tear her up. Come on, men. No, I'm 45 years old. I love my wife and I, and I don't do that. I don't flirt. Because I know me flirting going to cause some other things to happen. If I'm flirting, I'm trying to talk to you. To see what you're going to say. Hey, what's up, girl? What's your name? That's, that's, that's 90s. You don't understand that kind of talk. That's back in the 90s. <laughs> I don't know what y'all saying there. What's up, bro? <laughs> they call each other bro. You call a girl, bro. Dude. That you can't tell. Be the truth. They got an apple and Noah Dunn is built. You might be in a little trouble. What up, dude? What up, dude? What up, Man, listen. Push pause. Human break. We call today to order a pizza. Well, y'all see the name of the place. And someone answers the phone. Sound like a woman. I thought, just like one. Pull up to the place. They sound like an in person. They're about 6'5 with a beard. Man. Sound like, but on the phone, it sound like a woman. They, they weren't acting funny or nothing. They just sound like a woman. Unless, unless they went to the change. I don't know. But I'm just saying, they sound like a woman. It blew my mind. So now that you can't tell. But anyway, <laughs> so the rule of that helps us. And listen, this covenant is not only for Israel. Well, let me say it's different. It is for Israel. Israel only. Let me explain myself. Once you are welcomed to the covenant promises of Yah, you're part of Israel according to Yah. Amen. When you read in the in, in, in uh, the prophets, they say Jacob and Israel in the same sentences sometimes. Because Jacob meaning all Hebrews. Israel meaning all in the covenant. So this covenant is not just only for all natural born Hebrews. Let's let, let, let's prove it. I'm gonna go to Acts two first. Then we'll go to Acts ten. Is everybody okay with that? Cause we, cause I wanna I, I wanna have the real cockle dash. I don't wanna sit here and be looking like a fool before the Most High. You do you look like a listen. Well, you're not living right. You look like a fool. And guess who you fooling? Just yourself. I've seen people who used to be. Beautiful men and women get on drugs, run themselves down, and still think they look beautiful. To who? Uh -oh. <laughs> but we can deceive ourselves. You lost, you lost seventy-five. You was a hundred and eighty pound. Here you were ninety-seven pound, and that was last year. No TV, man. You look sick. You think we don't know what's going on with you? I got a friend of mine who was talking to me about his sister, and, and he 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 came right. My, my sister's on drugs, and we're trying to talk to him, and she keeps telling us that she's not on drugs. 
But she said she's going to the store. It looks like a home in three or four days. Where they found a last month OD in a hotel room, motel room on heroin. She can't lie now. You're only deceiving yourself. We see what you're on. We're trying to offer you help, but you can't receive the help because you're in denial. That's what a, a, a great thing, too, about the rural Hakodesh. It, 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 it helps you to face the ugly truth. Yeah. Amen. And brings you out of denial. I had to admit a lot of stuff about myself. Lazy. Right. Then my, 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 we got to get another vehicle. My fault. Lazy getting the oil changed. One taken care of. Wife fussing about getting it washed. All kinds of things. One, one taking the fluids in it. Go to my own job and check everything weekly. We got to turn the report in. We ain't check my own vehicle. Broke down. Got to spend money now. All of a sudden, oh, man, looking like oops. Upside the head. <laughs> That's how our spiritual life is. It's, it's not that something get mixed up to we realize, oh, oh, man. But why get to that point? When a real huckle that helps you to live a sin-free lifestyle. And I mean the sin-free from the point of not sinning on purpose. Because you ain't got to commit adultery. You ain't got to lie. You ain't got to steal. You ain't got to murder. You can honor the Sabbath. You can honor your father and your mother. All those things are a choice, and because we refuse to put it on our hearts, and because the most high gave us these things, and this didn't help us, the real hot dash will help us. So now he'll help us to not, not live in sin. So I rebuke my son. He'll say, yes, sir, instead of trying to get tough and get his head busted. <laughs> He'll humble himself and say, yes, sir. I'm just, that's real, though, because you know, young men get a little older, get to spend themselves, and figure they can do something. It's different between a grown man strength. I'm a grown man. <laughs> so anyway, so, anyway, so uh, Acts 2, um, Yeshua says this, the real conquest is going to do what? Convict the world of sin. Right? Leading gathers into what? All truth. Here's what he says coming to pass. At one point, on, Acts 2.37 says this, on hearing this, they were stung in their what? Hearts in their minds, and they said to Kepher and the other emissaries or apostles, brothers, what should we do? Peter said to them, Turn from your sin, return to Yah, and each of you be immersed on the authority of Yeshua the Messiah into the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the rural Kakodesh for the promises for who you. And for your children and for those far away, as many as Yah our Elohim may call. This promise is for you. Just turn from your sins. Be immersed on the authority of Yeshua. But what had to happen? They had to acknowledge their guilt, their sin. He he's preaching to them. He's telling about what, what Joel said about David being about David. You know, being dead, but what David had said, then he says, but Jesus or Yeshua, whom you crucified, who you put on the stake, they were stung in the heart. It, it, it tore them up. Now, here it is. Go to Acts 10. We got, we, we, let's get some background. We got, we got Ke uh, uh, Shimon Keeper, Simon Peter, right? He's a, uh, He's at Simon, the Leonard Tanner's house on the roof. He goes to a vision. He sees a sheet spread out. He sees all kind of animals on the sheet. Spirit speaks at Peter, slay and eat. Yeah. He said, I ain't gonna eat that. That's uncommon. The most I said, do not call what, I, what I've called common, uncommon, unclean. He was not talking about food. So we go to 10 to 28, it says this. He said to them, uh, uh, he said to them, you are all aware that, it, that for a man who is a Jew to have close association with someone who belongs to another people. Now, let me say this. This is not talking about the kingdom. Thank you. It's talking about another people. <laughs> a Jew is the same as a Naphtaliite, whatever you want to call him, a Gadite, a Benjaminite, uh, uh, what's the, what, uh, who? Uh, Asher writer, it's a Christ. <laughs> it's a Korean. You want to say. So now, and they are not another people. 
You know how I know this? Because you've never seen in Torah the most high call of another people. He associated them all together. They are the ones who gave themselves different names. <laughs> Y'all call them Israel and Judah. Why? Because they split themselves up for the northern southern kingdom. But all Ephraim in the northern kingdom was called what? Israel. Some of Benjamin. All of the, the, the southern kingdom was Judah, some of Benjamin, and some of Levi was Judah, right? And they were still called Israel at the beginning. The whole house of Israel. The new covenant is to Israel. I will make a new covenant with who? The house of Israel and the house of Judah, right? Then he said, this is the covenant with Israel. He's talking about everybody. He's not calling them people far away. This time about Gentiles. Period. White man, black man, Chinese man, uh, whatever color man. Uh, and, and then guess what? Your skin color don't necessarily make you a Jew or a Gentile. Don't get beside yourself saying, well, I'm black as a boot. You think of be a Hamite. I'm just, just being real. The big head is here. Anyway. So now. So then he says, this right here. So, <laughs> says, uh, you are you are well aware that for a man who is a Jew to have close association with someone who belongs to another people or to come visit him is something is something that just isn't done. But Yah has shown me not to call any man coming or unclean. So when I was summoned, I came without raising any questions. Tell me why did you send for me? So now Yah has showed Peter's in the vision. He understands the vision. Cornelius sent for him though. He said, Why are you sending for me? Cornelius answered, Three days ago around this time, I was at Mika prayers in my house when suddenly a man in shiny clothes stood in front of me and said, Yah has heard your prayer and remembered your acts of charity. Now, since Yahweh and as for Shimon, known as Kepha, he is standing at Shimon, a letter tanned by the sea. I sent immediately and and you immediately, and you have been kind enough to come. Now all of us are here in the presence of Yah to hear everything that the, 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 the Lord has offered to you to say. Now listen, order you to say. Now listen, he says that, that the Most High says I, I was in a meek of prayers. I, I, I was over there praying in my own house, man. My mom, I'm, I'm praying, you know, right. meek of prayer. And also the man in shiny clothes standing in front of me. Right. Only now he came in the room. He was right there. <laughs> He says that Yah has did what? Heard your prayers and remembered your acts of charity. His love to who? No, 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 don't, don't get it twisted. We play in the game. He remembered his acts of love to his people and everybody else. And Yah remembers and seen his prayers. So he said, send the, go get Peter. This is what Peter says. Then keep it, address him, them. I now understand that Yah does not play favorites, but that whoever fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him no matter what people he belongs to. See, we got we to got, we got quit giving aside ourselves. See, our arrogance. The rule Hakodesh, you can't be arrogant. A proud look is something he rejects. Oh, it's been yourself? He can't handle that. He rejects the proud. He gives grace to the humble. Matter of fact, humble is like he, humbles with his you. You know that? That's amazing, ain't it? So then now, now Peter is, is, is talking. Y'all ready? Here is the message he sent to the sons of Israel, Anasha Shalom, through Yeshua the Messiah, who is Lord of everything. You know what he what has been going on throughout Judah, starting from the Galil after the immersion of Yochanan proclaimed. How God anointed Yeshua from Nazareth with the rule of Hakodesh and with power. How Yeshua went about doing good and healing all the people oppressed by the adversary because Yah was with him. Now let, let, let's push Paul. So now he's talking, now, now he's preaching. He's he talking about Yeshua HaMashiach. Because the, the, mo the most, man, listen, the most high heard Cornelius, seeing what he'd done, and wanted to bring him into his covenant. You know the foundation of your salvation was faith in the way. It wasn't a Torah. The Torah shows you what sin is. But it was through that trust and that word that caused them to get where they had to go. 
Without faith, without trust, it's impossible to please Yah. And trust shows obedience. I'm going to get there where I got to go. But Abraham, when Abraham was, 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 was in Genesis 17, he says, Older Ishmael may find favor in your sight. Yah said, Now I'm going to do it through Sarah. Abraham laughed within himself. So the Most High said, We're going to name him laughter. Yishai, Isaac means laughter. So now in 22 of Genesis, he says this. He says, Y'all tested Abraham. Abraham, give me the son who you love. Well, Abraham got up. Well, he told the, the, those men that me and the boy will be back. He didn't say that with hopes of y'all changing his mind. Not at all. He said it with hope of y'all keeping his word, what he said. So the word says that Abraham believed that the most I could raise the dead. So it was his trust, his faith, that caused y'all to see him. He called that place, so said Jehovah Jireh, or how you want to say it in Hebrew. But the Lord sees, he hears, he gives attention to why? Because Abraham's faith, he turned back and looked behind him, the ram in the thicket. Did he walk past that ram when he got there? He didn't see it. He probably couldn't see it until his trust produced the results. So it was his trust that got y'all to move on his behalf. It's, it's our trust. I'm gonna get listen to this. Hebrew says we look unto Yeshua, who is the initiator. And the completer of our trust or the author and the finish of our trust. Listen to this. When Yeshua was immersed by John, he is the only one who heard y'all speaking calling him to be loved. So nobody else heard that. He had to believe that. And your trust is not what everybody else hears. It's, 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 it's what the Most High has said in this word, and you stand on in spite of adversity. So he gets up, and that very word is challenged. If you are the son of Yah, then turn these stones to bread. It was just you was faith that got him over there, because he quoted the word. Where does your trust come from? From what? Hearing. Hearing from what? Yah's word. So he quoted the Roman A and said that, you know, I humbled you and you and mentioned not live by very long. So he quoted the word and enabled him to know that Yah was the provider and he got to do it for himself. So now we look up to him and that's how our trust comes from. So now we look at Peter, he gets up. Peter is going to Gentiles, those who are not part of Israel. He got to do it through obedience regardless of what's happening. Right. He got to obey he cannot disobey because all of a sudden, ooh, they nasty. We can't touch them. They are our enemies. You go, you know, foolish folks. Listen, you you been surrounded by your enemies all your life. When you came out of Egypt, you was surrounded by enemies. So enemies came out with you. Egyptians came out with you. While they was in, in, in while, while they were they were in Jerusalem, surrounded by Rome, they were surrounded by their enemies. In Maccabees, Israel stupidity was to go back and covenant with their enemies. But all of a sudden now, we don't want to deal with it. We can't talk to them. We're better than them. You foolish person, you. That's foolish. So now Peter's talking to him about Yeshua on the stake, uh, 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 dying. And then verse 44 says this, Peter was still saying these things. When the rule of death fell on all who was hearing the message. All the believers from the circumcision faction who had accompanied Keeper were amazed that the, that the gift of the rule Hakodesh was also being poured out on the Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues or languages and praising Yah. Keeper's response was, is anyone prepared to prohibit these people from being immersed in water? After all, they have received the rule Hakodesh just as we did. As he ordered that they may be immersed in the name of Yeshua the Messiah, then they asked Kepha to stay on there for a few days. This is here. So the Gentiles too could be received the Ruchako death. But this new covenant brings us to Yah. And it gives you power. It ain't about you walking around cutting that old shame, but ha ha and all that stuff. But it gives you the ability to overcome. You are no longer a sinner when you walk in righteousness because a sinner sins. And you ain't got to sin on purpose. If you do, you got an advocate. But now you don't have to. Because now it, 
when you begin to turn to scripture, the rule of Hakodesh shows you your position. Now, I'm not into doctrine by the order of Melchizedek and all that. I don't care about the doctrine. I'm into the word. And I know that Yeshua, when he, when he had passed and got back up, he went to the, to the real heaven put it, and put his blood on the mercy seat. And so now we'll reconcile back to Yah. So he's the lamb that was slain who was worthy to open the seal. So that's the here we have life. So come on, let's come out of your sins. You a Hebrew, then so what? If you can't live right, then you still going to hell, Hebrew. You nigga, you want to call yourself that? You're going to hell. Hebrew, you want to call yourself that? You're going to hell. White boy, white folks, white call yourself that? You're going to hell. You got to be a believer who believes in Yeshua HaMashiach, walks in righteousness, and don't want to walk away. Listen, a lot of folks don't want to follow me. I, I don't care because I'm going to live right, period. And I'm not going to hate you because it ain't my place to hate you. But I know one thing. I refuse to allow you to send me to a place I don't want to go. Right, I remember one time when I was a kid and we had some friends want to go to a store one day and steal beer. Right out with beer. So I went in there with them. I came out with some Coke. We, <laughs> I wanted to try to fit in. So now here we go. We, went, we, ain't did the coke. we lost the Cokes. I don't know what happened to them. I think I hear one lift. I think that friend's running. <laughs> they had the plastic ring around them. That's old school. So now, so now we go to the corner pocket. My friend going to this store. He's in prison right now. He got a life sentence. But anyway, he going to this store, and they put us out because we won 21. We accused him of being racist when clearly on the glasses and you got to be 21 with ID. And when you go in there, every racist in there, not just us. So, but we say, y'all already don't like us. So we go out of the store. My friend steals the person's radio out the car. Now, I ain't had to touch the car, the radio, because he's stupid for doing it anyway. I could have walked because my grandma stayed around the street from the store. But I chose to get in the car. So we drive, we driving, trying to get away. Police catch us. I go to jail with them. So here I am with my stupid self locked up trying to follow somebody else. Why would you cause yourself to be bound and chained and locked in the sin because somebody else's opinion instead of you being free by God's word? We got to start by our own corner mindset. We talk about, I'm Hebrew, Shalom, uh, uh, we spend all these words, but nobody wants to live right. We're big on eat, not eating meat. I'm eat, I don't eat meat, I'm vegan. You can be a vegan, you can be a, listen, beer, beer and and fried okra is vegan. <laughs> and you can get high cholesterol. You, 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 you can not eat meat. But I'm going to tell you something. If you're living in sin, you can go to hell. You can find a person who eats pork hot dogs, pork chops, pork hamburger, and out of ignorance and seeking Yah. And I believe that Yah will have more mercy on that person than you who know better and still choose to do wrong. We're big on, we're big on how we're going to eat, but you got to have the rule of dish. You got to have power. You're walking around still sick. You know, in the Hebrew mindset in those days, when they were sick, they was involved in sin. So when Yeshua healed the sick, he spoke healing on them to let them know they could be free. And we're still walking around sick. Yeah, you're still sick. You something wrong with your sin sick soul. We got Zerah-Ot. Zerah-Ot is a person of the soul trying to hide your sin. And y'all gonna reveal your heart to you. <laughs> gonna call you like Miriam. You better get the story. Miriam had a shown her she, she was gossiping and she was trying to buy brothers. Pay attention. Moses <laughs> was the high was, was the man who y'all had chose and was the high priest. But Miriam tried to use the excuse of her, him being married to Ethiopia. But when she spoke out of her mouth, she said, Well, y'all use all of us. <laughs> Not just Moses. And she was trying to buy brothers. So y'all heard what she said. He appeared and said, come here, uh, Miriam and Aaron. Holler at Moses. He said, he said listen, when, when I speak, I talk to Moses face to face. You know, I talk to y'all, it's in vision dreams. But not so with Moses. He, he hear me audibly. He feel me tangibly. He know who I am. But, but I don't deal with y'all. So why was y'all why, why wasn't y'all afraid to even do what you did? Then he walked away, his anger was killed, killed against him. And Miriam was leprous as snow. That meant her heart was revealed. Aaron cried out, Please, Moses, pray to God and help him get Miriam back. He said he prays to Yah. 
Y'all said if her daddy would have spit in her face, she would have been ashamed. She was outside the camp for seven days. So she was outside of y'all's presence, outside of the camp of provision, sick by herself. Her own family couldn't come see her. Her own husband couldn't even say hi to her. Kids couldn't say, hey, mama. They had to leave her alone. Because when you have Zerahot or leprosy, you was, you was to cover your face and declare unclean, unclean. So no one can approach you. And listen, don't allow no no Hebrew heathen or Gentile Jezebel to cause you to split your brothers. Because then y'all going to deal with you the same way. All right. Yeah, I'm just trying to tell you the truth. I'm going I'm to stop. Because because we because we gotta have uh, our, our pastor German gotta teach us, but 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 I'm just trying to tell you the truth. We walk around here stupid, right. don't know how to love people. That's right, right, right. Don't know how to love people. Y'all love you. I ain't get all my scriptures, but the word says this: when you were getting your sin, the Messiah died for ungodly. Yeah. You was ungodly. You was an enemy of Yah. He did a paradigm shift. He died your death and didn't do what you did. He, be, he was your friend. He considered you a friend when you didn't even know him. He became sin for you. He became the very thing that y'all detected on your behalf. He took every stone. If you were a homosexual, you probably burned by fire, he took that, that penalty. He went to a place to, that, 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 that we were supposed to go to keep us from going. And here we are taking his blood lightly. Right. We're taking this covenant too light. Yep. We're so big on it. We, 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 we out of Christianity now. We don't we don't right. deal with the church. Right. Ain't no money coming. Man, that's right. oh, but 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 you're a Hebrew and you still you stand your now. Don't even want to give to him support the ministry. Right. right. You self-righteous now. Mm-hmm. You, you you can't be accountable. Want to be in your home and learn the word. Listen to 12 teachers. All of them saying the same thing. Saying different things. Right. And you confused. You don't know who to like. You yeah. one man, you you indecisive. Yeah. You go on your work and you got Brother Phil, who's a Gentile, saying, Hey, you don't talk to him no more. Yeah. Brother Phil family being poor like your family being poor. They ain't never owned no slaves. Yeah. But you mad at everybody that's white. Yeah. Then black folks own slaves too. Why would I be mad at them? But we're so blinded because the adversary has it in our own natural mindset. The word says the God of this world has blinded the mind of the children of disobedience. And your mind is blind. You can't see past your own nose because you won't want to live right. We need to change. We need to turn. We need to receive this renewed covenant. Let's walk in righteousness and holiness. Let's walk in with trust. I'm going to say this and I'm going to end. When Israel came out of Egypt, I, got, I, I think I'm about, about two messages. But when Israel came out of Egypt, <laughs> They had a commandment to love the stranger. There was even in their gates. What's the difference now? What's the difference now? So is the Most High going to come back and make everybody white slaves? He going to have us riding around on horses asking them for their tickets to see if they can get out of their plantation? <laughs> he going to have us hanging in from trees putting irons on their neck? He going to have us raping them? Maybe that men and women, he's going to have us doing this. I, I don't think so. You, do, you, do you not know that before we came to America, we was already involved in homosexuality as Hebrews? Look at Judges 6. They wanted, they wanted to hit the man that had that woman. They wanted to tell him more. He said, don't do it to me. Let me hit that, let you have her. These were Hebrews. Benjamites. Benjamin almost got destroyed for that. They was committing BCS already before they came over here. There's already murdered them before they came over here. Sin is not designed to a specific group of people. Come on, that's too. All have sinned and have fallen short. So because you know who you are now, then your responsibility should be greater. Because you are the one that carries the light. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Quit putting something over your life as folks can't see you. Yeah, we thank you for your compassion. But I'm, I'm, listen, man, we got to do what's right. We plan. We're so big on us. Yeah. It's all about me, what I want, what I got to have. We don't like to suffer. Something ain't right. 
Maybe you're suffering because of your own disobedience. We want to judge people. Come on, you got, I, I see Hebrews 400K. We, 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 we want to talk about, can I have two wives? Right. I've been married 22 years and I'm still trying to learn the one I'm with now. I don't need two on. I'm going to be confused. I got to deal with the one I got to deal with now because she's she, she, she growing older herself. And I got to learn her new ways now. <laughs> I got, well, we got to have two wives. We, 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 we got to eat vegan. The seven is only 12 hours, not 24 hours. You know, we got all these little small debates. That's irrelevant. Well, I can't listen to Paul. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. I, I'm, I'm listening to what Paul say. And if you want don't want to listen to what Paul say, that's fine. I'm not gonna hate you. And not be your friend about it. One of us can't be right. So why don't we sit down and reason together and see who's right, so we both can come to knowledge of the truth instead of just leaving one another alone, want to fight, cussing each other out. I see so many posts on Facebook of Hebrews cussing each other out, want to fight each other. Over this agreement toward the scriptures. I'm like, wow, you call this man that? Whoa. Think about that. The Ruach Hakodesh, you all, brings us to this new covenant and it leads and guides us into all truth. Yeah, we thank you for your compassion. Thank you for being good to us. Help us to walk in righteousness and holiness. Live for your purpose, not our own purpose, y'all. To live to do your will, not our own will. Yeah, I pray and ask you to teach us your ways. If, if those who are not filled with the rule of Kakodesh, fill them with the rule of Kakodesh. Give us that power that's promised. Yeah, those who are even listening, who are not born again, who are not redeemed through Yeshua, give an opportunity to turn to you now, to enter into this new covenant. To walk in your righteousness, to walk in your holiness, to walk in your purpose. Y'all, we need you more than ever. And we can't make it without you. And I pray that you help us as your people to understand your love, your true love. To understand our responsibility in you. Help us, y'all, to grow in you, to be into this covenant. Continue to put your Torah on our hearts. Continue to help us to walk, wake up and walk right in you. So, yeah, we thank you. We just praise you in Yeshua HaMashiach's name. Hallelujah. Shalom, everyone. Shalom. Um, let me say this also.